when hurricane season starts, I think just always being in hurricane season, we are geared up for responding. On August 17, 2017, Tropical Storm Harvey formed east of the Lesser Antilles. Although the storm weakened in the following days, it intensified crossing the Caribbean Sea, making its way into the Gulf of Mexico on August 24th, when it rapidly intensified into a Category 4 hurricane. The next day, it made landfall in Texas. For this episode of In the Know, I interviewed Brenda Hellier, Chancellor of San Jacinto College in Houston, Texas, about how the Houston Community College system dealt with one of the costliest hurricanes on record. Heading into the Gulf, our radar is definitely up. And as we were watching where it was heading, it was kind of difficult to understand if we were going to be in the rush of it all or if we were going to be on the wet or the dry side and as it ended up um, we were on a very wet side of it. So once you knew there was a good chance Harvey would make landfall in Houston, how did you get the word out and start to prepare? As far as preparation as we saw where that it was getting into the Gulf, um, the facilities team really went into full gear making sure you know, that they had the supplies and the materials that they were going to be able to need it to respond, you know, the way we thought that we would need to, trying to make sure there was adequate gas or fuel and being able to, to get vehicles going. But then also just checking facilities and securing facilities. If there were areas that needed covered in, in buildings, you know, they were managing that. So the facilities people get full into gear as soon as we hear. Our emergency management team, um, in conjunction with our public relations and marketing group, they're sending out emails, at least letting people know that there's something brewing out there that um, that we are monitoring and we will continue to give them more information. Have you had to deal with a natural disaster as intense in the past? Situation with Harvey, we ended up closing, I think it was about a day in advance of when it was going to predict it to hit landfall. That allowed then employees start their evacuation processes or whatever they needed to do. For Harvey, we weren't told to evacuate, so it was more um, making sure their households and, and their families were prepared. Initial surveys of communities showed widespread flooding and damage to many homes as well as boats, vehicles, and other property. FEMA Director David Paulison warns people to stay home and not get in the way. He says the emphasis now is on helping those in dire situations. Our first priority right now is, is life-saving efforts. We're working very hard to do the search and rescue operations. They are underway, and there's a lot being done by all the different agencies. Hurricane Ike, which was, you know, back in 2010, we were told to evacuate. And so at that point, we closed earlier for people to, to manage that situation. And so it really depends what is being called for, for the action for our community and our region, and how, at what point we decide to make decisions for closing or, or whatever the next steps need to be. But for Harvey, it was really, in our area, was not to, to evacuate, it was to stay put. And so we wanted people to have adequate time to get get their personal lives managed. So that day of closing before hit landfall was important. Was the fall semester impacted in any way? Our real impact from Harvey was tremendous, tremendous rain. The Houston metro area received around 40 inches of rain. 
And so it was all that, that flooding. And that went on for three days um, where we were flooded and having the kind of rainstorms. So what role did your campuses play immediately following Harvey? So there was a lot of action going on um, in the region. We, didn't, we never ended up serving as a shelter. While we were contacted by Red Cross and we were contacted by um, our Harris County Precinct Commissioner, it was never where things were put into place. Our north campus got the closest. That campus was probably within two to three hours of being um, set up as a shelter. But what ended up happening there is the campus then lost power, and the power was the rest of the, the storm period into the recovery period. We had been a long-term Red Cross shelter um, a couple of hurricanes ago at, at one of the campuses. That turned into about a month um, of us being a shelter and very difficult to manage. When in Harvey, while we received several different notices, even for the other two campuses, we weren't adequately prepared um, because Red Cross didn't have resources. And, and that really became the issue. Shelters were being set up with, with no cots, no food. And so as that was becoming, we were made aware of that as we were being considered then for a shelter at our central campus, we were very um, adamant that we had to know where the supplies were going to come from because we weren't going to be a shelter without resources. And so that's still something I believe our community is trying to work through to be adequately prepared. What we tried to do was end up being a resource to, um, to connect community um, organizations and connect our employees. So there was a lot of efforts going on. Um, we had people contacting us with lots of supplies then after in the recovery period that they wanted to get out to people. And so we were connecting those resources that were being approached with us to other community organizations that really um, ended up being able to, to dispense them. There were all of the schools, the elementary schools, had ended up being shelters because they had their cafeteria workers who came in. And so those, shel those um, schools were also, that's where we were helping to move supplies to. Our maritime campus housed um, a work crew that came in to rebuild homes. Was the fall semester impacted in any way? So from an academic standpoint, when the storm hit, um, we were still in registration and we would have started um, the next Monday. We had to delay the start of enrollment or for the semester for nine days. And also during that time, what we really tried to do um, is maintain enrollment because people had lost everything uh, or, you know, or they were, had lost a big chunk of stuff. They didn't know if they could go to school. And so we were trying to send communications out, letting students know, letting employees know that we were working on Harvey Relief Dollars, um, trying to get some scholarship pieces, trying to get textbook replacement dollars. Um, our Barnes & Noble's contract came in with donations. So that first week was really trying to help sustain some enrollment and making sure that we weren't losing students, that we had resources that we could put in place to support them. We had all 
Freddie, when we went through Harvey, we had also lost um, over two weeks of instruction time then. And so our faculty had already put in um, ways to make up that instructional time with hybrid methods, um, with out-of-classroom kind of instructional design components. So we had all those pieces that they had done during Harvey had been updated with our instructional um, technology department. And so right away we started communicating with faculty around they needed to make sure that they updated those plans so that we wouldn't have to extend the end of the semester, but we condensed it into a, a shorter time frame. So what we learned from Hurricane Ike when we went in with the condensed instructional programs and we used um, alter, you know, ways to accomplish the same amount of student learning outcomes by redesigning classes and really having more of a hybrid component, we used that same methodology that had been developed in Hurricane Ike and we used that for Hurricane Harvey. How did you deal with the stress your community felt after Harvey? Did you notice any lingering effects? There was a lot of stress um, that entire fall semester for students and for faculty and staff. Having the emergency help that we were able to provide to make sure that, you know, and we made it a very simple process helped where students had some additional resources to help them. But it was definitely clear that there was stress. And um, overall, um, student success, student retention remained fairly consistent um, with prior semesters through the fall. But then what we did find is a drop in the spring enrollment um, after that fall semester when Harvey hit. And that really, when we tracked it back, was tied to zip codes that had had the largest amount of rain and and so I think it was still around those those families those students still struggling from a faculty standpoint the fall semester was very difficult uh, for them to manage that condensed coursework and then also to be the support that they needed to be for their students how effective were the supports you provided to your students it was very effective in what you saw and what we heard, the responses. Students just feeling that was exactly what they needed to be able to, to get themselves back. Um, the emergency funding was a, a dollar amount. It was, they didn't have to give a lot of detail. They just had to explain, you know, what their needs were, and we were finding resources to help support them. And so, was there hard data to say, yes, this helped? Um, the hard data was just what you, you heard from students and the responses. Were there any support specifically for employees? I can imagine they might have also faced substantial hardship. This was the first time we had done emergency funds for employees. You know, you have employees that lost cars just like students did. And so we also were doing some disbursements based on a, a really simple application for employees. And those were very specific designations from donors to be used for employees. Again, trying to make sure we were addressing the needs on, on all sides. We weren't going to be able to be what we needed as a college if we had employees that were dealing with these kinds of situations. And, and they, they needed to have immediate emergency response funds, not delayed through you know insurance or FEMA process. 
we're going to continually now need to upgrade our skills. But I think diversity and, and equity and inclusion. There are also those in the lower middle class now too who are really surprised that community college is not as cheap as they thought. But you know, I tell them what good practice is or what best practice is. You're not trying to go out to get anybody, you're really trying to protect your students. This is In the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. The other thing we did for employees, because um, our fiscal year end um, ended August 31st, and Harvey hit right there on the evening of the 29th, rather than making employees um, having to start the new fiscal year, having to re-earn their sick leave or their, you know, their holiday, their vacation pay, we front-loaded that so that they had it where they had access to that during those early weeks of the fiscal year so that they could take time to, to deal with their personal situation. Did you find that the dollar amounts, the grants you provided were adequate? It was very um, rewarding also, like employees and students both said, this is all I need, and it might have been $75, but that was all they needed. They weren't asking for big things, um, and so you had it across the board, but it was employees and students said, I don't need more than this, and it could have been 200 or 300 but very much, just give me this so I can get through. And, you know, they weren't trying to, to get a windfall. They just wanted to get back with their life together. What role does your board play in preparing for a disaster, and in what capacity were they involved throughout Harvey and afterwards? I was keeping them aware of, of damage and then recovery efforts and what we needed to do from a standpoint um, with the employee benefits. So they just let us manage it. Um, and I think what really is important with this is making sure that you have the board authorization for these kind of events before it happens. Two major takeaways from this interview with Brenda Hellier are the importance of preparation and the value of a board that lets a president do what they need to do during a crisis. This is the first episode in a series for Community College Safety Month and the first episode of Season 3. Welcome back. We're excited about what's in store.